Tonga's Deputy Prime Minister, Boasite, has become the third cabinet minister to lose his parliamentary seat following a Supreme Court ruling on Friday in Nukualofa. Boasite has been found guilty of bribery during the campaign for Tonga's general election last November. Don Wiseman spoke with RNZ Pacific correspondent Kalafi Moala about the impact of the latest bribery case. That devastating to this government. The key thing with this case, he had four charges against him. Three was for bribery and the other one was for excessive spending. We have a ceiling of 20,000 uh, paanga uh, for spending towards uh, the campaign. And so the judge acquitted him on that charge, but he was guilty on the three charges uh, of bribery. Presumably, he, like the others, is going to appeal. Uh, yes, there is that avenue. It's open for them. But the procedure here is that he, he will lose his seat anyway. And there is a possibility that there might be, even by election or, or the dissolving of parliament, a temporary government appointed, even before the appeal is done. Just explain that to me. So there may be a, a temporary government put in. This is because the cabinet and, and the government's been decimated. It's now a minority government, I suppose. Yes, not only a minority government, but there's a possibility or a probability, actually, that the parliament won't have a quorum, not only for those that lose their seat, but there are one or two that are uh, sick and are away from parliament. So they may not have a quorum at all. And uh, we are in, in a, a situation where the parliament needs to meet to approve the budget for this year before the end of June. And so the possibility is that it could be dissolved could be setting up a temporary government to to get things going uh, even before any appeals uh, are made. But at the moment, one thing is very sure, those guys, they've lost their seat. They can appeal later, but they've lost their seat. And this is probably the last situation that a country like Tonga needed, the government imploding in this way or the the parliament imploding. In the short term, uh, Don, yes. In the long term, it is a good thing because it is about time that uh, something be done to the continuous abuse uh, of the law and people getting away with things. And so this incident of, um, uh, let's just say, a mass prosecution for bribery, it needed to be done. And this will put a stop into these kind of things, not only in terms of the election, but this kind of thing is happening in other sectors uh, in our country. So, yes, for the short term, this is uh, devastating, but really in the, in, the, in the immediate and long term, it's a good thing for the country. Yet we have had a number of people who have complained and said, well, this gift-giving, treating, is a Tongan tradition, and these politicians have been following tradition, and they shouldn't be penalised for it. Basically, that's an excuse, and it's something we have heard time and again over the past several decades. Breaking the law and doing things in this way, like bribery, being excused. Tongan tradition, Tongan customs being stated as an excuse. Uh, it, it is not. Uh, Tongan tradition does not advocate for bribery.
And so it needed to be brought into the court, and it needed to be decided based on law rather than based on culture. And and this, this is fantastic, really, for the country. These petitions were all brought by members of the Patoa Party, the party that had been set up by the late Aglisi Pohiva, and the party that had dominated Tongan politics fairly recently and then got shut out in the last election. Are they going to do any better in the, uh, the number of by-elections likely to come up here? That's not necessarily mean that they are going to to win in a by, by election. Uh, historical effect on on cases like this, and some people are kind of offended that it has come to the courts. And so normally uh, they would vote against the petitioners. You know, they, uh, so it, it has happened before, and and yet it it's a very interesting uh, situation for Patoa for this political party because what it is happening and I've interviewed quite a few recently what is happening they are feeling that they're doing it not for Patoa necessarily uh, but that they are doing it for justice to restore the rule of law something that their late founder Adipo Hero was very adamant about the other interesting thing too is the two leaders of the Patoa movement Temisi Sika from Tongatapu Two, Xiao Xipo Hila from Tongatapu One. It's interesting that those are the constituents where they lost those cases that are that, that were petitioned by the two leaders of the of the movement. So the, the trend, as I've seen it here in Tonga recently, with its victories, is not so much a victory for Patoa, but a victory for the rule of law. And it's incidental that Patoa is an instrument in this, and I'm sure this is going to be an encouragement for their party, and it's going to be a good thing for their party. But overall for the country, it is really a victory for the rule of law. It needs to be brought in.